Hello, my name is AJ, and welcome to Chit Chat, a podcast interviewing normal, everyday people in the hopes of showing that every single life has an incredible story to be told. Today, on our first episode, I sit down with my very, very, very good friend, Moon, an international student from Vietnam. I originally interviewed Moon for a project for my English language learners class, where I had to sit down and interview a English language learner who uh, eventually came overseas to the United States. What I had to turn into the project was a much more condensed and edited uh, version of the discussion that we had, but the discussion was so good that I thought it had to be shared um, as unedited as possible on the internet for some reason. <laughs> Moon and I first met around the second week of our first years at Miami University, and since then we have developed a bond that feels something more akin to a brother and sister sibling relationship rather than a normal traditional friendship. Today's discussion goes into studying abroad in a foreign country, learning a different language, exploring different methods of how to acquire new vocabulary, and um, and touches lightly on social issues such as racism and international relations. Um, it's a very wonderful conversation, and I am very happy for you to join us while we have it. Also, it should be noted that the following discussion is between two very, very close friends, and thus we talk how we normally talk to each other. Um, there is some use of profanity, and if this is something that bothers you, um, I just wanted to give you a heads up just in case. All right, on to the discussion. Recorded on planet Earth, it's Chit Chat with AJ Folko, a podcast dedicated to exposing the beautiful stories of everyday people. I just test to see like how the microphone picks up everything. Oh. Um, can you speak? I can. It's a little quiet. I can't speak. Okay, you need to, you need to, I'm gonna put this here. Hello. Okay, yeah, there we go, there we go, there we Hello. go. There we go, I have, I have my natural stage voice, but you're all quiet. And... I mean, I have a very timid voice. Yes, 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 yes. As if people can kill me any moment. <laughs> Help, just get there, just get there. I'm, I'm just a wee little Asian girl. <laughs> oh no, I'm only five foot two. Help. Fuck you, don't you, don't you mention my height. How dare you. So anyway the what was it racism or whatever mm -hmm. like where are you from where are you really from well because that was funny like because when i first met you mm -hmm. right yeah i remember um like asking you like like so like are you from like america or something and and but but then you were like or no no i didn't say that it was kind of like like your i remember like commenting on your accent right I don't remember, honestly. Yeah, I remember this because I was like, because I was like, you, like your accent, like every now and then you have like a fib here and there. Yeah. But but for the most part, like you have a really strong like, like Americanish accent when you speak. It's the, it's the eyes for the English. Once again, <laughs> it's it's Disney since kindergarten. Right. Yeah. Which is which I think is interesting because like. Growing up watching like Disney films, like American films, mm -hmm. equated into an American accent for you, mm -hmm. which is like, what, what would happen? You think if I'd watched Harry Potter, or like a no, British you if you if you talked in English after like if you learned English from watching like a, like British shows, mm -hmm. like that's what happens when people go overseas to like learn in England. Mm -hmm. 
like they come back and speak English with an English accent, with a British accent. A posh accent. And yeah. You're like fancy a cup of tea yeah. accent. Yeah. Biscuits. You want some biscuits? Biscuits. biscuits. Beautiful. I can't do water. Gonna, gonna go out to the pub with me mates it. Fancy a cup of water, eh? That's fun, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure my even my friend she used to have she doesn't she I don't think she had an accent before but definitely coming to Australia she has like an Australian accent. Yeah, now. right, cuz that's what happens cuz cuz when you when you yeah. speak around those people like you imitate it. Yeah. Like hey, yo, mate. Like I have a funny story about um uh theater, mm-hmm. right? Because when I was in Texas, there was a girl in my theater group who was actually British. For real. For real. And she had like this thick accent. She talked like this all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? But what's funny is when you're, when you're an American doing theater, right? All of the shows take place in England, right? So you always have to put on that fake American like doing the English accent. And what was funny was like sometimes when she was like talking with us, we would, we would, we would almost in, like instinctually just switch on our English accents and like respond like, no, actually no. no. Oh shit. Fuck. Sorry. No, honey. No. <laughs> Like, like we just be doing like round circle discussion. Like, do you think we should do this? No, I don't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely an accent thing where you just keep switching. It, it it works the same way with like languages. If you're bilingual, you just automatically and the other person understands you. Right. You automatically switch on and off. I think for you now though, with your accent, like I feel like, like it's 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 definitely like seamless now. Like oh, I don't. Really? Yeah. Like like I I don't think. Um, I notice any like via, like something that would like tip off you oh, as yeah. a as a international student, I've, except for except for like the occasional word flip up. Oh yeah, I've been here for too long, mate. I've been here for too long. Yeah, My Vietnamese is not is it's it's no bueno. It's <laughs> it's not daijoubu anymore. It's not daijoubu. No, I literally call my like I I feel like the accent, the accent and like the way I word it's like. My accent is getting better, but the way I word things, it's like, it just gets mixed up between both languages. I used to call snow those whitish droplets from the sky. Wait, seriously? <laughs> yeah. It was already training last year, and it was snowing outside, and I was like, oh, oh, snow, snow, whitish droplets from the sky, uh, thing things. And they were like, they were all laughing, and I was like, did I just really just call snow that? Wait, but like, I, I have a question, though, because, like, I've noticed, um... Uh, when, um, I'm doing, when, when, after I've, like, when I watch, like, Mm -hmm. Japanese speakers, Mm -hmm. like, try to interpret, like, like, translate words, like, literally from, from Japanese into English, like, Mm -hmm. for example, in Japan, Mm -hmm. they call, um, french fries fried potatoes. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Or, um, like, when there's a big gap, they don't say big gap, they say big sky, when there's like a big chasm. So like some people are like, there's a big sky. And I'm like, big, what? What are you talking about? And then they send me like a picture like, oh, a big gap, mm-hmm. right? So like w- for some words like snow, mm-hmm. is there like an actual word for snow? in, yeah. in the- Okay. Yeah, well, there is yeah. an actual word for snow. I feel like the thing I could have, the thing about it is I could imagine why they said big sky because I could immediately translate that yeah, word. Yeah, right. It's like, like there's, there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing there. So it's like sky, yeah, right? But like, if, if I feel like they want what what they wanted to say was basically a big space, right? So when they said big sky, I could immediately translate that to Vietnamese as in khoảng không lớn, which khoảng I mean which không also means sky, right? But in that connotation, khoảng không lớn, it's big space, right? So it's like 
it's languages, bro. Right, right. I don't know how to describe it more. I just don't find it funny how I'm like always getting like the reverse racist treatment. Like, are you? Oh, you're not from here? Yeah, and, then, and going on to like that that whole, um, you know, where are you really from? Oh yeah. Like I've thing. Never had that before. I mean, I don't know because I've never. It wasn't until like I met you that I've actually asked an Asian person like that kind of where are you from in that kind of context Mm -hmm. because when i met you right like you had the accent oh yeah so like i knew that you had to have been like and it was also kind of like the big glasses and the whole international student get up that was kind of like that was kind of like the dead giveaway right i don't know do international students have a vibe around them yeah they they dress like uh like 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 real asians (laughs) (laughs) i still dress that way for, for lack of a better term Cause, cause you know, like, like you, like, like the guys, for example, right? Uh-huh. Like, like Asian in style clothes for me are like the, you know, baseball hat, like dark, like more flattened hair, mm-hmm. bigger glasses, baggy clothes. Not wrong. Not yeah. wrong. Baggy clothes is always a thing. Yeah. You know, whereas like now if you, if you see like an Asian American, right, mm-hmm. they've got more skinny jeans, the yeah. hair's a little bit more curly and fluffy, yeah. you know, they're a bit more Americanized for lack of a better term or we- excuse me, Westernized. Yeah. Right. Um, so, like, you had that whole get-up from the start. And I was like, yeah, okay, so she's, like, she's an international student. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're the first person to be able to tell that because this sh- just shows how observant you are. Oh, Because most of all of the people who have, who've been surprised by the fact that I'm, in, I'm international just go, oh, you're not from here? I just thought you were from here. No, because, like, like, Cynthia thought that. Really? Yeah, she was, like, she was like, so, like, Moon lived in America before, right? I'm like, no. No, she like this is like like this is the first time she's lived in America. And she's like like even Frankie, like Frankie was like so like how did you learn English? Because it's like oh, yeah, really yeah, fucking did, good. He did say that. Yeah. I'm like I just, once again, I didn't really learn. I just picked it up. Yeah. Because at one point during I had a question I have a question about mm-hmm. the the Disney films here cuz yeah. well I'm going to talk about it for for the podcast right now. <laughs> Oh, we're still because we're, we're recording. We're, we're recording this out of order right now because we're enough. in podcast mode. Fair but um, Moon um, is a very, very proficient, like almost. I'm going to say near native English, like basically native English Thank speaker. Thank you. Yeah, like, like, like your English is fucking incredible. Thank you. Um, and yet my mom still doesn't know that. She still, she's still like. You actually understand what your lecturers and professors are saying? I'm like, yes, mom. And she's like, yeah. you're that good? No, like, you are, you are that fucking good at English, which is, like, awesome. It's, like, like seriously. It's, it's, so, it's, it's really impressive how good your English is. Thank but, you. like, when you were learning English, because you, you learned English mm. by watching Disney movies. Yeah. I know this, but the audience doesn't. <laughs> um, how did you learn it? Was it, was it English... Was it English? Obviously, English audio. Mm-hmm. But was it Vietnamese subtitles no, below? No. Not oh, not. so there were no subtitles no, at all. Not at all. It was Cartoon Network and Disney back then, and back at the time, there were just they didn't zero have subtitles, subtitles on TV. No, zero subtitles. I mean, I think certain shows had subtitles. Sure, 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 sure. But the majority of it, like ninety percent of it, was like no subtitles at all, and. It's also like kids shows, so it's very interactive in the way they just talk to you. Like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Strawberry right. Shortcake. It's like, hey, boys and girls, like let's do the Mickey dance or something. Yeah, like right. That. It's been so long, don't remember anymore. It's the it's the mouse skadoodle. It's the mouse skadoodle. Hot stuff. dog, do 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 do. Yeah, and like you just, 
it's because it's repetitive also. Like Mickey always calls his little tool thingy. Toodles, thingy. yeah. Yeah, toodles. Oh, toodles. Right. <laughs> and it's it's just repetitive. So it's, it's it, but it's, but it's that that repetitiveness. It, yeah. it, it creates more of a comprehensive yeah. input. Yeah. For so you. so it was like that alone was enough for just conversational English. Right. But for like proficient like native level like enough enough like essay writing and all that stuff that took some learning and that and that didn't happen until middle school middle school yeah okay because I, I two things i want to touch on like the the no subtitles part because mm-hmm. um like when i learned japanese mm-hmm. right i i watch i watch the shows with japanese subtitles mm-hmm. and in japanese yeah um the thing that's tricky about japanese is the kanji part right yeah. Because, like, I can hear what's happening, mm-hmm. right? But my brain is so focused sometimes on, like... Like, I'm, I'm doing different types of immersion now where I'm just watching it with no mm-hmm. subtitles. I'm just kind of, like, letting it wash over and, like, hear it. But, like, I don't feel like... I feel like I should just kind of... There's... there's it's difficult for me because you have, like, American kids' programs. And America... Yeah. Like, Western s- societies have a lot more, mm-hmm. like, programs for kids. Whereas you go over to the Asian cultures and it's, like... They're kind of there, but they're really non-existent. And if they are there, like, there's not a lot of talking that's going on. I mean, it's not like you can't find them, but, like, shows for kids, they're not very interactive towards No, they're kids. not. They're, they're not. very just telling a story, like, a right. your story. Right. So, yeah. So, like, that's what makes it hard, because there's not, like, that, there's not, like, that, oh, toodles line. Oh, toodles. Or whatever, for me, mm-hmm. when I'm watching a show. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like it's like no, I'm I'm bleach, you know, like like That's talking, not a kid's show. No, excuse me. Like uh, I'm Inuyasha, and I have to find the Shiko and Tama, you know, like no like, kids shows is Iron like, Reaver Soul Sealer or whatever. No, kids shows is Shinchan and like Doraemon. Doraemon, Tasukete, Nomitaku. That's that's my childhood, bro. That's so good. I, I should watch Doraemon. It's so good. It's like every Asian kid's childhood. We no, I that's what I hear all the time. Yeah. Like like I always ask like what are some good kids shows and they all oh, Doraemon, Doraemon always, always comes, comes up. up. It always it's comes up. It's a legend, dude. It's amazing. I'm pretty sure like if if there's an Asian who doesn't know the opening to to Doraemon, that's not an Asian. Well I gotta learn that then. Something something something. <laughs> it's 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 legend. So okay, so let's talk about middle school then. Mm-hmm. Um so what were you doing to get to, like, lecture fluency? Oh, so as, as you know, as I've told you multiple times about this story, but the audience doesn't, supposing there is an audience listening to this. Well, there's my teacher listening to this, <laughs> but maybe this will go up on the internet one day. Who knows? Maybe, I don't know. But anyhow, as you know, uh, as a primary kid, I did not like studying. Because I was just like, what? You what? Yeah. didn't like studying? No, I did not. No. I hated studying. I hated the idea of like cramming and exams and all that stuff. And my parents tried hard to put me on into cram school as a primary kid. And I, I just hated that. Place. Keep I talking. Keep talking. I'm, I'm yes. listening, but I want to plug in my phone real quick. Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, it's the, usually it's like, if you don't cram, you don't get into a good school. Right. And I genuinely was like, but I don't. I hate these exams. Why do I have to know why the fucking door is red and why the author used this word instead of that word? I'm not the author. Yeah, I, don't, of, I don't care. Yeah, like for a primary kid, like I did, that just didn't make sense. Right. And everyone was just like, oh, your English is so good. Like you could make a living like that and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, then I don't need to know shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, 
if you translators make a lot of money though. Yeah, which is which is a dumb idea, but also keep in mind I didn't like studying back then, so it's valid. Oh god. I think my phone just picked up Ani Chan Kimochi. Your your professor is gonna have questions. It's it's okay, it's okay. It was it was it was muffled up by your voice or whatever. Oh well. Anyway. But anyhow, you you know the thing I didn't study enough, I didn't get into a good enough school with a good enough English program. And the normal public public middle schools and stuff like that. We all know. I I wanna I just wanna put my phone in a different spot because I'm worried the beanbags are making too much noise. That's good. Okay, speak one of them. Hello. Yeah, okay. Keep going. Okay. So anyhow, I, as a result of not studying enough, or not studying at all, I didn't get into a good middle school, which resulted in me going into like a public middle school with not that great of an English program. It's better now. They have foreign teachers back there now. Okay. My time, non-existent. Right. So, (laughs) it does a lot to you when you were told to be like gifted in english and language in primary school and you- and then when you get to middle school yeah. like like it's it's like me where it's like it's like i should know what's going on no no i still knew what, what was oh going so you on. you like understood it but like you weren't like in like the ambiguity zone where it's like i feel like i know what's going on but i, I don't i don't i'm not 100 percent. no 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 the thing with me was that i was exposed to good english my my Primary school had a good English system. I got to talk to a lot of foreigners and all that stuff. Really? Yeah. But my middle school was nothing like that. My teachers, I'm sorry, sucked. Oh, yeah. Vegetable. Yes. They pronounce vegetable as vegetable. Vegetable. And I I have been scarred. (laughs) I literally went like... (laughs) Go on. Yeah, you're good. And like imagine like imagining going through all of the books during your primary primary school and like writing like even not essays but like writing full fledged paragraph English paragraphs. In oh your sure primary sure school. sure. And then going to middle school and th- the books are literally like introduction lesson. Hello, oh, it's like it's like you? it's like it's like one on one all over again. Yeah, I was like, so this is what happens when I don't study. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> So I just go into a bad place. So this is what happens when I don't invest in myself. So I, so, but also to be told, I also stayed in that safe zone for a while because it was like, I already know everything. So my first two years there, I basically didn't Mm. frame or didn't do anything Mm. like that. Mm -hmm. But I knew I didn't want to, but by the time I was in like eighth grade, I knew I didn't want that to happen again. I have to get into a good fucking high school. Sure. So I started going to an English center to cram my English. And it was in there that I got whiplash. I got the, um, what is it? Uh, Talented kid syndrome or something like that. Oh, interesting. So so you, you, this is interesting because I'm noticing parallels between your English journey and my English journey right Mm -hmm. now. Because right now. English? Excuse me. Excuse me. Language journey. That's what I meant to say. Um. Because right now, I, when I talk with my Japanese friends, mm-hmm. right, I'm like, I'm comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can like flip between my dictionary every yeah. now and then if I don't know a word. Like, I can hold a conversation with yeah. them if I'm really feeling it, if I'm really feeling it. But sometimes I get a little lazy and I just, yeah. I, I spit out some English, yeah. right? But I'm noticing like a parallel where it's like, like, I know I should be better. Yeah. But like, I just... I, like right now, especially like I just don't have the time or the energy to like really dive 
full out in. Like I have my Bible, my my Japanese Bible, right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying so hard to read that. But it's just like every other word is a new kanji character. I mean, it's it's also the Bible, dude. Like, I well, can't even read the Bible in English. I'm like, what the fuck is this talking about? I mean, there's a, there's a lot, and I can walk you through it at some point. But um, uh, it's like... Like, it's like I know... Like, I, like, like because I, like, I read my Bible in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, man, I should really be doing this in Japanese. Yeah. And then I go, but if I read it in Japanese... I'll get one sentence in and go, man, reading hard. Reading put down, hard. put down yeah. book for now, right? Okay. Um, whereas when I read manga, I have like the pictures to kind of help me with mm-hmm. the comprehensive yeah. like input or whatever, and it's a little bit more in my, in my, my domain. Yeah, that I understand. I can see that. Yeah, but the thing, the thing was that I was very confident. Like I had no doubt that I was the best English speaker at that cram center. Like no fucking doubt. No, but I wasn't like. The gap wasn't that far behind with those who can't also speak English. Right. Also, it, the same thing applies to listening. I have good listening skills, but that didn't fucking matter because what we did most of the time was grammar, was vocabulary, and I sucked at that because I didn't. I so didn't take the were... time to. I didn't take the time to do the work to enhance it because those years at school, at middle school, were, were like simple shit for me. Right. So, two questions then. Mm-hmm. So. When you were, before you went to cram school, mm-hmm. right? And let's say a new show comes on Cartoon Network that you've never seen before. Yeah. Were, were you, was your English at a point where you could like sit down and watch it? Oh, yeah. And understand it? Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, like having no prior like understanding of what yeah. the plot would be. Yeah. That's pretty wild. 100%. I could just like watch that and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the show's about this. That's it. That's wild. Yeah. The thing, I, I think I was at a point there where my English was, like, conversational enough, but not good enough for, like, essay writing or anything. Because you were also, like, you also, your, your, your domain that you were practicing in was largely the TV domain. Yeah, And TV uses a lot of different, you know, similar, like, daily life. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In terms of academic-wise, like, it was not good, and I got whiplash so hard. So when, so, okay, so now that we're in cram school, right? What were they doing in cram school that was different from normal school that gave you the whiplash, as you put it? Well, the first whiplash, I don't, I don't think this is much of their cram school. The first thing is that, once again, it's cram school. So you just go, 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 go. Like, oh, continue. I know. I, I did cram school at, yeah. uh, at OSU so over like, the summer. Yeah. So like a bunch of idioms, a bunch of like new words. And what, what, what the person, what my teacher did, she hired me later on in the future during my <laughs> high school years, which is amazing. I, got, I had a part-time job, let's so that's go, great. Let's go, let's go. But um, it was mostly her giving up us tests to do. And the tests were like a lot of things, like read and comprehension. And then you have these words and like pick the correct word for all of this. But like, it's harder. It's higher level. Oh, sure, yeah. So I was like, I was baffled. Like, if I got a seven on a test, that would be great. I usually just get fives and six. Right. And I was like, whiplash so hard. Right. But what she did was that every time she would walk us through the test again, she would fix the errors for the whole class. She would point out, this is a new word. This is a new phrase. This is a new structure. You need to know it. Write it down on your book. And then we have also cram school. So we have workbooks to finish later on. But Mm -hmm. what she did for the new words and the new phrases is that she made us like make sentences out of it. And not just simple, like, subject. So you were recycling yeah. the stuff that you yeah. learned. Not just simple subject, verb, object. Like, you're not primary kids. Like, you better have at least, like, two verbs in that one sentence and two subjects in that one yeah. sentence or something like that. And to me, I didn't really like literature. 
I had a love-hate relationship with literature. Sure, then. sure, sure. So I was like, I don't want to just like make a sentence alone. Like, I know how to write stories. Let me just take all these words and put them all in a bigger story. Let's have a plot line instead. Right. Yeah. All the T. All the TAs loved reading my <laughs> stories back then. They were like, I'm very excited to read because I because they know and they know I'm gonna be pouring my heart into it. Right. So yeah, that was that was a thing. I used it a lot, and I actually had fun using it to like in, incorporate it into like my writing and all. Mm-hmm. But the bigger whiplash was literally just me meeting my primary kid, my primary friends mm-hmm. in that cram center. Imagine how you used to be better than them, right? But now they're just getting better grades than you in right. everything, and I'm just like, this is no bueno, man. No, no, no. This is not good. No, no, no. This is I. I have fallen. Shh, it's quiet. Oh, it's sorry. Quiet yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have fallen so low. What right. the hell? I still can't outdo the person. I'm still very sad. Like. What? Because I went to, yeah, we went to cram school to get into a better high school, right? Right. She got into she got into the English spe- specialty class. I got into the Chinese specialty class. <laughs> the English specialty class has ha- like higher overall grade to get in. Sure, sure, sure. And I'm like, <laughs> defeated. But <laughs> so sad. Jokes, jokes on them. I went to school in America. <laughs> no, she also went to school in America. Oh damn it, dude. 60 to 70% of right. these kids in my school go to school. Right. Like, yeah. Revenge never... So, so, never so it, how often, like, because how long is cram school usually? Two or three hours, I don't remember. I remember, I think it was, I think it was at least two, two classes per week. Uh, every class was like two to I think it was about two hours. It couldn't be longer than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And every, every and and also it doesn't really help that you, when you have Asian parents and they're like, "What's this? What's the grade like today, honey?" <laughs> it's fine, mom. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. And like, obviously, I love my parents. Right? Oh sure, 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 sure. But it 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 wasn't until like after high school did they really get the mentality of like grades don't matter, mm. because back then definitely grades mattered and well, cause cause. Your grades determine your, what, your middle school, and then that determines your high school yeah. that you get into, and then yeah. the high school determines, like, where you, yeah. the opportunities you get for university. Yeah. yeah, so my parents, like, even though it was, like, a five and a six, which was honestly, it's, like, that's my average score, and if I get to a six, that's usually higher than normal, and right. it's not, it's not good enough, so right. even if I'm happy, my parents would be like, you're happy because of a six? I'm like... Look, I this was a good day for me. This was a good day, okay? This was a really good day, <laughs> all right? Yeah. <laughs> it also didn't help the fact that the cram school, like, every every final day of the month, they print out all the scores, all the average scores. Oh, you got the, the anime, like, list board or whatever? Yeah, oh, they man. print it off. They, they put the names of the kids who's in the top five in bold. I think I made that list once. Wow. And I was so happy. I was like... And because they require, the cram center requires the parents to sign in that thing. Right. So you have to resubmit it. I was so proud to like give them that for once in my life. Yeah, like. Like I literally just like slammed that thing down. But every other occasion, I would just, I would just be like before 10 minutes before cram school. Oh, dad, you have to sign this morning. Dad would be like, okay. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He didn't see it. He didn't see it. Right, you need right, to right. go now. This, one, this one's going on the fridge, though. This one's going on the fridge. So, yeah. Like, moon back then had a lot of... Moon back then had a lot of now, ambitions and goals. No, because my question is... With cram school is... like, So, I did, I did cram school at OSU. Mm-hmm. 
I hated it. Because oh. um, it was too quick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of me now is kind of realizing, like, I'm actually, like, starting to stop use Anki mm-hmm. for, my, for my vocab review. And I'm starting to just, like, I'm like, well, look, if the amount of time that I have to spend studying the, the textbook material mm-hmm. is so bigger and Anki takes up too much time with that, you know, I think Anki's given Anki's given me what a couple thousand words yeah. of vocabulary, you know, and I know enough now that I can kind of like like I have to start like I have to start changing my study habit. Mm-hmm. I can't just keep using Anki to review. Yeah. I have to start using it and recycling it and writing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, well, why don't I just like stop using Anki? And just start doing, like, daily reviews with Quizlet where I can do, like, the learn section where I have to, like, type everything and, like, recycle it and everything. Um, Because when I was in cram school, I was trying to cram – well, first of all, the structure was just kind of, like, we have a day to do a whole week's worth of a lesson, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, shit. And it wasn't – no, no, excuse me. Excuse me. It wasn't wasn't a week's worth of lesson. We had one – we had to fit two whole semesters in two months. Oh, damn. Right? So it was one lesson each hour of the day. Right? And then you had like an hour to review and memorize the stuff from the next one. And then it was on to the next thing. Right? And so like me trying to fit this into my already existing self-study guide. Mm -hmm. Right? And this new one that was just memorize, memorize, memorize. And I can't memorize that quick. Right? Like, because, you know, my brain isn't still open to like all the phonics and sounds and everything right like if i hear like a like a show right i can hear it and repeat it because my brain already like no i'm i'm i can hear like the garbage look mm-hmm. right and my because I'm, I'm speaking english like i can do that but i'm different with japanese so it's like is that goal or boy I, I i i that was too quick right yeah so you try to mix that with this and that and then like the fact that like when you hear like the the voice overs thing it's like blah, 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 and it's like Ah, uh, okay, I didn't quite catch that part. It's It was like, I hated it because it just didn't give me enough time to like sit with the stuff and engage with it. Mm-hmm. Was, it sounds like, so like, my, I guess my question is like, what, what, did you, what did you know what to review or practice? Or was it just kind of like, more like, I feel like using this thing that I learned because you wrote stories, yeah, right? Was it because like it was kind of like yeah, I just kind of pick what I need to do to write the story out, or yeah, I felt like definitely it was like from the new words that she had us put down. It was me using the stuff that I already knew in my head, picking the new words out, and also looking back at the old new words and seeing what I can use in those things. Because I was the kid who wants to, I think I'm still that kid now, but I want to impress people. I want to show people that I know stuff. Sure. So I would just try to like use as much like idioms like what's what what do they call that like uh what what those things what are those things called proverbs 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 yeah proverbs i just wanted to use as much as possible like chug chug all of that in right that one story so i think yeah i think it feels it feels more like i just did it out of spite and habit (laughs) Well, yeah, but also out of enjoyment, I'll bet, right? Yeah. Because if you didn't enjoy the work, then I don't think you would have picked it up. Yeah, it was fun. I just, Honestly, I I was a kid who enjoyed just writing back then. Because it also just felt like with school, 
why I say I have a love-hate relationship with literature is because one, I love how I can express myself, but two, it's because with can you speak up just a little bit so the yeah, microphone? Because for if it's literature for school, I don't get to speak up about my own ideas. Oh sure. Because for writing at school, it's always like writing to please the reader, so you get higher marks, and I didn't like that. Right. Why? Why is why is the prompt asking for my opinion? When the grade is not asking for my opinion, right? So I don't, didn't like that. So like writing the stories in English, and knowing that I will get a grade just because I used all the new words in it, it just felt like a free canvas to me. I'm just like, oh, I am gonna go fucking wild, right? Bro. Yeah. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. I like I like the I like the the wording you chose for that a free canvas. Yeah. That's 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 that was a really cool one. I was like, ooh, that's a big brain moment right that's there. A big brain moment, yo. Funny thing though, canvas was one of the words I did not like learn at all. It, like, really? It, it came from a Japanese anime. Really? <laughs> yeah, there was a skill. They, yeah, there was the skill name was some was called something Canva or something like that. I was like Canva. What does that word mean? I looked it up. I was like, oh, oh canvas. Oh, it's the thing thing you draw. Oh, wow. So surprisingly enough, like Japanese anime and all the skill names in English taught me a lot of new words in English. I remember. It's funny how you how you acquire words sometimes yeah. though. Yeah, I remember the words like lunatic and seraphic are the words that are the English words that I like just knew from a Japanese anime. I don't even know what that fucking means. I know I I guess lunatic something has something to do with the moon because yeah. Luna. Yeah. Well, it, it's also that same anime, but the character transforms into her like angel form, and she calls it a seraphic form, which it is, which is a word used to describe an angel or a name of an angel. I don't remember that much, but it is angel related. Huh. And lunatic. And lunatic is her demon form, which isn't really related to demons, but it does refer to the moon and like going crazy in general. Oh yeah, like cause cause yeah. um, you but, know that's where the word loony comes from. Yeah, so I'm just like, oh oh, that's interesting. So yeah, watch anime to to broaden your English, right. I guess. <laughs> Big brain moment. That's wild. That's Big brain wild. Moment. That's wild. So let's talk a bit about um. Um, actually, we're going to take a quick break because I have to pee. And then... <laughs> You're going to put that in? So uh, yes, here? yes, we're going to go to a commercial break. And then when we come back, break. when we come back, um, we're going to talk a bit about um, uh, coming to America and like okay. culture and stuff like that. Lamau. 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 We're doing it. So. Okay, continue. Okay, cool. So we're back now. We're back. We're doing AJ's assignment. Yes, yes. But honestly, I was... I was thinking, because um, I've wanted to do a podcast for a really long time, uh-huh. and um, I, I, I don't think I told you about this, but but I actually started one back in high school. Oh, did you? For like a little bit, and I had like, I did like, there were like these 10 minute videos that I posted, like, I did three episodes. Uh-huh. I called it Chit Chat. It was, I thought it was a catchy name. No, it's not. I thought it was a catchy name. She's shaking her head right now. She doesn't like it. No. But I was thinking, like, I might bring this back, and, like, this could be, like, the pilot for Chit Chat on on Spotify. (laughs) Change the name, and I might reconsider. Okay. I don't know what the hell I'm going to call the name, but that there's a little bit of trivia with AJ's. (laughs) Well, I thought it was funny, because it's, like... Because it's like you could, like, it's such an easy logo to do. Because you have, like, one word bubble that says chit, and then the other word bubble that says chat. It's so generic. But it's, that's, okay. I thought it was simple. I thought it was simplistic and beautiful. Yeah, but, like, it doesn't show character at all. Hmm. Well, what would I call it? Gossip guy? 
Is that you're shrugging it like you kind of <laughs> like the idea? Gossip with the moon. Gossip with the moon. Talking to the moon. Talking to the moon. <laughs> oh my god! No wait, that if we had a podcast, actually, that would be a sick name. That would be a really sick name. Oh. If we do a podcast, I think that might be what we do. Sure, why not? Oh man, that would be funny. Okay. Anyway, um, so let's talk a little bit now. Oh, if you're just joining us right now. <laughs> I'm sitting down with my very, very good friend, Moon. Who um, is a sister at this who point. Is, who is my sister, basically. I'll, I'll explain that in the intro to the, to the episode. Okay. I'll record that separately. I could, uh, you know, it's like a setup thing. I don't know if you listen to podcasts. But... I mean, I don't listen to it that, that often. Okay. Well, anyway, um, Moon is a uh, a an international student from Vietnam. Vietnam. Gotta represent. Gotta represent here. I ain't no unfortunate son. Anyway, um, so now let's talk about. Um, I want to talk a little bit about growing up, mm-hmm. and then. Coming to America. I'll start the conversation off by taking us back to that first fateful day when we met and we went uptown <laughs> and got food together. Um, I asked you, like, what is something about America that's, like, been the most shocking thing for you so far? And the thing you told me were female bus drivers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Which, not a thing in my place. Yeah. I, like, I was like, really? Female bus drivers is the most shocking thing that you've seen so far. I should have said, like salty food but then again i kind of like was prepared for the food to be much worse so it's okay when you say that what the fuck do you mean it's 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 obvious because 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 i i have another international friend Mm -hmm. and from italy Mm -hmm. who i knew from high school federica and um she's italian she's italian she's italian yeah yeah she's italian um and i asked her like so like we have some stereotypes about italian people Mm -hmm. which is they always talk with their hands and whatever and she went well because that's true (laughs) 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 with their hands you want well yeah because that's true and and um i and i went so then what what are some what are some stereotypes of americans in italy and she went like very quietly under her voice you're all fat It's just, I mean, I mean, I'm not fat, I hope, but yeah, like, you're not, you're not, you're fit enough. Yeah. Um, but like, I laughed so hard because I was like, oh my God, that's what people think of when they think of America. So, so, so let's, let's talk a bit of, then about like coming over to America. Cause you had been to America before you went, you visited New York with your family, right? No. Where did that come from? I don't know. Some, some of it, one, one friend. I thought you'd been to America before you came no, to school. No, 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 no so no. that was your first time yeah, in America. First time. Wow. So then, what? How did you have to deal with culture shock? Well, did you even have culture shock? Well, fat being a thing since the I since we were late for one of the transit flights and we got changed to another to another um, airplane from a different brand. And holy shit, were the seats small. And holy shit, was that guy twice as big as the size of that seat. His, his fat was seeping into the uh, armrests. Like, so that was something. When he stood up, there was like a very clear imprint in his body and where he sat down. So that was something. Then it was just the salty food. Salty food wasn't that much of a culture shock since a lot of other international students also told me like, get ready, like American food is not that You're going to be dehydrated. Yeah, you're going to be dehydrated. <laughs> American food is not 
as great as you imagine which now that i've lived here for long enough it's not it's not like it's not great it's good but it's not that amazing sure. compared to what we have at home of course, because nothing, nothing, nothing beats Asian beats cuisine, right? Asian cuisine. I mean, we've been to the dining halls, and I complain about the pasta all the time. Yeah, so that's not so. No, that's no bueno. Third thing, also in the air, also like airport related, was that the fact that you guys charge for the luggage thing thing? Really? Luggage trolley, yeah. Wait, all the trolleys? The trolleys for the luggage, so that you can. They like, charge you for that? Five fucking dollars! What? Yeah! That's weird. I've never. Well, I've. I. We always. Because my dad travels all the time, so he knows. He knows the airport systems in and out. Yeah. So when we go, he he he. We pack everything in our um in our suitcase. Yeah, yeah. We just check it in. We. I don't. I don't think I've ever used like the luggage trolley before. Yeah, but I'm assuming you only had one suitcase per person. We. That's true. We You're are. an international yeah, student. So had you, a, you had a bigger suitcase. We yeah. Had like at least like two big suitcases and one small so we needed to have a trolley to just move everything around that's not i mean that's a good point i don't think i've ever used it before yeah and it was five dollars per use and i was like this should be free (laughs) welcome to america (laughs) you don't see people going into a supermarket and they charge five dollars per trolley use for shopping five dollars for a shopping cart why is this it's an airport you know so i was very shocked sure no but then comes the female bus drivers, which I was very... Like, I've never seen that in my place before. That's, that's wild. Most of the driving... It, I've seen more female drivers now. Uh, more female drivers, yeah, doing the job. But it's like... It's still mostly, like, motorcycles. Not, not as often, like, big four-wheel vehicles and stuff like that. Yeah, because America... In America especially, we love our we love our, our cars. Yeah. You know, we don't have a good train system. Yeah. But damn it do we have cars. Damn it do you have cars. So that that was kind of, that was kind of a shock. Like I know that my I know that in my family at least my mom does the driving a lot more because my dad is just not confident in his driving skills after like just smashing the car into right. the, the one ahead of us. But I just it, I just thought it was like a my family thing. Like we have a car and she knows how to drive and that's normal. But right. in terms of like driving big cars, you don't really see female drivers in Vietnam, at least. I mean, mom drives a big car. Really? Yeah, I mean, you're, you've seen her suburban. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I hate you. Know, I hate driving that thing because really? I think it's too big. I I don't like driving oh. it. I, I it makes me too nervous. I like my car. It, yeah. It's it's smaller and more manageable. Yeah. So it's like. I feel like the image of like a driver, a woman driver in Vietnam is like the. <laughs> it's like the what, man? We call them the lead ninjas. The lead ninjas. Cause because they drive a lead, it's a it's a motorcycle mm. brain, and they're always covered in like the the the, the, the biker getup. No, not the biker getup. It's not the biker. It's 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 a lot more funnier than the biker. <laughs> <get up. laughs> we they they would put on like like the shading clothes, like the sun shading clothes, right? And like. And they have all that kind of like flowery patterns. Right. And they put their helmets on and, and they put their mask on and they put their sunglasses on. They're decked out to avoid the sun. <laughs> and they're on those leads and they go shoo 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 shoo. <laughs> <laughs> like that that time. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That time when Obama went to Vietnam for a visit, a lead ninja literally at the head of the car. I have to see this clip <laughs> now. So I have to see this clip. You have to find that clip and send it to me. I won't try. <laughs> That's not, I have to see what Elite Ninja looks like. Yes. Oh wait, I can find I can find like an image. Alright, alright. Find an image while I while I ask the next question. Because because some people 
have described culture shock as like I get here and um like you guys don't do like these types of like behaviors that I'm Oh my god, this that is fucking hilarious. That is so funny. Oh my gosh. That literally just looks like a mom trying to yes. ride a motorcycle. Yes! And those are the people you have to be aware of on the roads. Because oh they, they, I mean, we have our fair share of, like, just dumb kids being on motorcycles, but ninja leads, bro. What? Man, they, they, they're like biker gangs. Yeah. They'll rough your shit up, yeah. yeah. That's funny. So. so, so like, some people come to, like, like, um, like, America, and they get, like, really shocked about, like, um, like, how honest and direct we are. Or, like, um... Like, like, oh, I have, like, my typical Vietnamese food, and then, like, I take it to school with all the white kids, and all the kids are like, ew, what's that weird Asian food or something, right? So, like, I, you seem to, but the thing is, like, with you is you really didn't seem to have, like, really bad culture shock in that regard. I, I don't even think culture shock is, like, the right term for that. But it's, like, it's, I, I think what I'm trying to say is, like, the, the adjustment period of, like, 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 you seem to have known, like, what Amer- the American lifestyle is kind of like before coming here. So, when you came here, like, did you have a hard time adjusting to that? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Once again, I would say that, I'm firstly, I'm very blessed. I met you and Emma. Yeah. Are, you guys are great friends. Yeah. And, like, nice people to, like, meet up and just hang out with and get to know more and ease into the American culture. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. But also, I feel like it's because of how, like... The amount of TV I watch. No, like, that's what I was gonna say. Like, like, like yeah. you, you got really exposed to American yeah. culture really early with all those Disney movies yeah. and stuff. It kind of just painted like a picture already, and with the amount of international students just preparing you for like this is what's gonna happen there and all that stuff. Right. It was not that shocking. I'm kind of surprised though when you said that like people are shocked about how how direct Americans are, and I'm like, you guys are direct. Well, you know, like compared to like a Japanese person, right? Where you have to, like, like mm, maybe that's not right. Maybe we should try something else instead of just saying no to your face, you know? Yeah, I feel like I feel like even in America, you're not direct enough, I guess. I still remember that one time I walked through a couple of girls, and one of them said, fuck you, to the other girl, not me. <laughs> <laughs> one of them said, fuck you. And, like, in less than two seconds, she retreated her, like, she retreated. She's just like, no, I don't mean that. I'm sorry. And I'm like mean your fuck what do you mean i'm sorry i didn't say that you just said it own it what yeah. the hell that's funny yeah cuz i think i think young young kids young kids young kids you're only 22 i mean i'm i'm fucking old um <laughs> uh like like me like we have like that really close knit relationship mm-hmm. where like we flick each other off and you know, like sometimes we flick each other off in the car, right? Isn't that an often thing to do? Well, okay, like like to each other in the car, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is like I get really nervous when I do that because like I'm like goofing around with you, right? And yeah. then I remember, oh no, like this signal is actually used commonly for road rage, and so if someone's like looking over in the window and mm-hmm. sees me like flicking somebody off, mm-hmm. like they might think I'm doing that, and then I might put ourselves in danger. Mm-hmm. Which I, which is like, so like, I like, sometimes I like, I like flick someone, I go, oh wait, no, hold on, I'm on the highway, I shouldn't actually do that. Yeah, I feel like, uh, it could just be me with how I'm exposed with American culture, but a lot of the things, like, like, I think, I feel like in general, flicking off is like, very bad, but 
once again, when I'm exposed to media culture and stuff, and I've done it in like Asian culture, there's the bad connotation doesn't really hold the meaning there. So I just like out of habit, and it doesn't mean much to me anymore. Yeah, and I think I think that that's something that's interesting about like body language. Yeah. Right is. When you're like, when you know, when you're good enough friends with somebody mm-hmm. or like you're close enough to someone, you can do that mm-hmm. and they won't get hurt. But like, but like you can tell like, like when you're angry, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's like a difference yeah, yeah, yeah. in like, like when you're like angry and then you flick someone off. Yeah. Right. Like even if like I was like pissed off at you and I did that, you would know like something yeah. serious was happening. I honestly don't think I would have any body language like that if I'm mad. if I'm mad. You would just know because I would not do anything. I would just no, you would, you would you would you would either you would ignore me. Yeah. Or like or something, but like yeah. like it's never like I feel like it, it's like a fuck you right in a sort of way. It's for fun. You wouldn't say it when. You're oh, that mad. kind of fuck. It's, it's, <laughs> no, what are you thinking? But yeah, it feels like I think a lot of people are also baffled by how my like body language is like a little much sometimes for like just knowing each other. But they also just kind of ease into it and like, oh yeah, she's cool with it. So right. I'm also cool with it. Yeah. So like most of the time, if like if I get to know you enough for like even ten minutes, and I feel like we can like be friends and have a chit chat, I'll flick you off. Yeah. And then they'll be shocked at first, but then they're like, okay, well, cool, I'll flick you off too. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, because that's just, I think especially in like, in like gamer culture or mm-hmm. like, like nerd culture, that's yeah. just, that's just normal. That's just normal. Like, like, like my dad sometimes would get mad when, like when I did like that Pokemon essay, mm-hmm. right? And I swore in it. He called me up and was like, you got to take that video down. You can't, like, you can't turn that into school, you stupid. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, you know, he has a point. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's just like in, in the, the gaming office space. Mm-hmm. Like, we just curse like sailors all the time. And, like, look anywhere. It's just because it's a high stress, close knit family community. Yeah. So, like, everybody there is just like, we, we, that's just normal. That's just how you talk. Like, I don't even think about it sometimes. Yeah. I want to be able to work in like a workplace that's just like allows me to swear. Because I know that, (laughs) I know that whenever. What a great goal to have. Yeah. I know that with. Being in an RA has helped me, like, experience, like, I know what I want in a workspace in general. I want sure. a place where I could be myself, where I can say bullshit in front of my boss. And sometimes, like, occasionally fuck you. Not all the time, but occasionally when I feel like it. Right. And they'll be okay with it. I want a workplace like that. Not... Corporate is also fine. I mean, if you pay me enough for me to ignore all my... If you my pay me enough to... If you pay me enough to keep my mouth shut, I'll keep my mouth shut. It's whatever. <laughs> if you pay me enough for me to ignore all my mental problems that come along with working in corporate, <laughs> then yeah, sure. Anything's possible. But if not, I want a workplace that I can be myself. Right. And I can just flick people off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, um... So, like, okay. I want to I tie it back to, like, coming to America, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so... What was like the you think your biggest fear about coming to school here? Did I have a biggest fear about coming? I mean, to school here? it couldn't. It 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 doesn't have to be something like crazy dramatic that you like lost sleep at night. But like, what was like the one thing that like in the back of your head that you were probably the most worried about? Because I imagine with you, right? Like you can you came you got into an English school. You're going to school in America. Like you 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 and with your English ability, you're kind of like. It's not that people won't understand me. I don't think not being understood would be your biggest fear. I feel like... 
I'm thinking, and that's hard because I know like a lot of the basic fears that international students have. Firstly, was um, what's that thing called again? What's that thing where you're so used to a time zone and then you can't really? Oh, jet lag. Yeah, jet lag. I know a lot of students were worried about that, but I was just like, "What do you mean you can't jet lag?" I mean, you jet lag is like sleep. temporary. Like I'm talking about like life. Yeah. Here and everything. Yeah, but I'm just like pacing it out so you know what I was thinking about right. at the time. So jet lag was never an issue for me. I just like just go to sleep. What do you mean? Right. And never an issue. Which also could be because of my fucked up sleeping schedule. But anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> jet lag was an issue. I didn't think I have an issue with like, like befriending people in general because I know that, as not very confident about myself as I am, I know that I have my charming points and I can charm people sort right. of. So yeah, definitely not real not being able to keep up with people because I'm like, bitch, I made it this far. I'm gonna keep up. Right. I think my biggest fear was just being given the racist treatment, which we've. Oh no, that it wasn't the case, and I received the yeah, opposite of the racist like, treatment. But like, touching on that, because mm-hmm. racism is, I think, now an even bigger topic yeah. in the media and just in the news than it was, I think, when you came here. Yeah. You know? Um, like, was one of the, the common stereotypes or conception of America, like, pre-Donald Trump president era racism like was that like something that you heard about like oh if you go to school in America you'll I've heard of it yeah because it's not like there's not it, there were less representations of racism but it's not like there's not any so, oh well, yeah I mean yeah, America's so, just like America's a place yeah. of big ideologies yeah. and groups so things, form so you know things like guns hating on black people hating on asian food like calling each other like n-word c-words which i will say the c-word but this is not podcast appropriate please moon don't because you slipped that one time when we were playing halo when i first met you and i I was like moon yeah don't say that word dude it's bad very bad don't say it kids (laughs) (laughs) no okay so i feel like most of the time i just didn't want to be categorize into like the same group i don't i don't like walking on the street and people just laughing at me because i look different or or things like that or just maybe people calling out like you know small eyes or something like that (laughs) a slant eye girl slant eye girl so i feel like just 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 uh not those things in general like things you can say that categorize people and hurt them that was what i was afraid of Mm. Which, like like people people judging you before yeah. they got the chance to meet you. Yeah. Which I don't think I've ever experienced that here. I mean, what, consider I, yourself I, very lucky. Yeah, then. very lucky. Very lucky indeed because I've recently like I it didn't come to my attention that Miami was technically kind of racist, kind of. I I Well, you just you were around the right people. I yeah, think. yeah, cuz it seems like there was this uh, there was this TikTok or something like that about how Miami was racist and I have no clue cuz I don't have TikTok. And the freshmen's were very worried, and they put it, like, they put, uh, they brought it to our attention and asked, like, is Miami really racist, guys? And I'm like, I don't know how to answer that question. That's crazy. I can tell you that, like, racist is something Like, in my major, perhaps. Yeah. Or, like, in the clubs that I'm in, I haven't experienced it. But in terms of, like, other departments, I don't know. Because, like, one of the things 
I, I, I don't mean to step on your point, yeah, but I want to I want to talk. One of the things is um, like <laughs> the the international students sometimes garner a bad rep mm. in some of the classes. Why? Be- well, because some of them, not all of them, but some of them like are to like up together? no, they're here because their their parents are rich and they're uh, just paying for their school, so they're just blowing off their education, mm-hmm. partying and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like we had a test in one of my game classes, right? Mm-hmm. And we all did really really well, but my professor mm-hmm. after the exam found a cheat sheet for the thing. And they went, someone's got to come forward and, and, and say who it was or you're all hitting a zero. Oh, y'all, why are you so dumb when you cheat? Cheat, but be smart about cheating. Oh, Moon, please don't say that. Love and honor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, the thing was, was we were like, we were all kind of like, who the fuck was it, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, but, like, the thing was, is we all knew, and some of us said under our breath, but, like, we all knew it, it was like, it was one of the international students. It had to have been, mm-hmm. right? Um, and sure, yeah, maybe they have that there because, you know, they don't speak English as their first language. You know, like I'm working with Tana um, for, you're shaking your head right now, but I'm working, I'm working with Tana for one of my, one of my projects mm-hmm. and she speaks good English. Like her English is really, really good. And she, she communicates, but sometimes she has to whip out the translator. She's like me, mm-hmm. right? But for the most part, she, she can communicate her ideas really, really clearly. But, like, you know, like, picture, like, like some students I've seen in class where, like, they literally have, like, another student next to them mm-hmm. who speaks English better than, like, like real-time translating into Chinese. Damn, that student better be getting paid. To, to, help, to help them understand what the, what the teacher's talking about. Which, which is, like, how did you get into school if you didn't pass the English proficiency test or whatever? I don't know. I mean, I feel like cheating. Cheating is an interesting thing, but I because I feel like it's also it can be a cultural topic. Because I feel like cheating isn't some is something that's regarded very heavily over here, but at least with my experience back at my place, cheating happens. Not really. No one. No one really. It's not. It's not as big of an academic dishonesty. It's not as big because everyone does it. Because when you're when you're cramming to get to a school and the most three important grades for that school are like math, uh, math, chemistry, and physics, then you don't really care about your literature grades. Sure. So why, why, why do you want to cram for literature when you just need enough to like just pass it? And enough to just pass means that you can cheat. Also granted, if the teacher was easy enough, so you can cheat. Right. That's in their mercy also. But like, it's definitely never really seen as, as that heavy of... That's weird. I would have never, con- I would have never yeah. thought about that. Yo, but like, because like I've heard from um, one of my old professors. Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I talk over you? I, I was gonna say like in middle school I had the most diabolical plan because even though <laughs> cheating, even though cheating was not considered that much of a big thing there, everyone, parents, teachers, everyone were still like, if you help your friend cheat, you're harming them. You're not helping. You them. are the scum yeah. of the earth. And I'm like. <laughs> Does that mean I can potentially make people dumber than me? So I was like, <laughs> you know what? This is my work. 
and I, I have found my life's calling now. And I was very careful with it. I was oh like, my gosh! Man. I gave them. I intentionally. I intentionally did not give them all the correct answers so that their grades would still say would stay lower than mine. Wow, Moon. So now I'm the smartest of them all. Wow, that is that is delightfully devilish. That is beautiful. Like middle school. Wow. <laughs> middle school Moon just didn't got the looks. Okay, but like everything else. Ugh. I had that school in the palm right now. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to my, my point that I was yeah. making earlier. So, like, I was talking last year to Bob, mm-hmm. who was a old game design professor here. Yeah. He, he's left yeah. since then. But I was asking him about, like, what goes into being a college professor. And uh-huh. he, he told me um, he taught um, in China mm-hmm. for a little bit. And he said, higher education in China compared to Europe compared to America is Europe, education's free. Yeah. So the teachers can be more strict because, because the students are, you get in, right? So you have to fucking do your work. Yeah. And so, like, it's a lot more rigorous. Whereas in America, you have to pay for it, so teachers are a little bit more relaxed and yeah. lenient about it. But in China, it's literally, we give you the money, you give our daughter the grade. Like, like... <laughs> if that ain't true! Sh- oh, sorry. Uh, ooh, it's sorry. quiet, I was... But yeah, like, like it's literally, like... Like, oh, he yeah. had stories about, like, parents coming up and, like, I get you a room in a nice hotel. You know, like, give him all these gifts, blah, 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 to bribe the education system. Which was, like, wow, that is... That is a new level. That is, that like... Happens. Uh, sure, I mean, I don't doubt that, because... Because it's... <laughs> I mean, it's the same at our place, also. It's, like... Is it really the same in Vietnam? Yeah, because they we, we're still charged for education, of course. Right. But it's not that expensive. Like, even though even though they say that teachers and doctors are the most important occupations, that, that should always stay relevant. Uh-huh. A teacher's salary compared to a doctor's salary is like... No, I'll be a doctor, different. thanks. I'll, I'll be a yeah. doctor, yeah. So, I feel like money mo- money just comes into as some kind of value to help, like, alleviate their work and also, like, ask for stuff. Because mm-hmm. since their value is not being, like, valued that highly by... By their salary anyways. Right. So, yeah, even at my school, especially at my school, because you still want that beautiful GPA to get more scholarships and stuff oh, like right, that. Oh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then a bit money right now to, to get the teacher to, like, up your grade a little bit is, like, you know, hmm. a little bit of investment to get more. Yeah, but this was, like, straight on, like, 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 my daughter doesn't even have to do the work. Like, you just give her the A right off the bat. Like kind of bribing, like that was kind of that. That's kind of like too extreme. Like you, like it was really, like it, like like yeah. you. What you described was I don't know, but like this was like 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 full on, yeah. all out. Like that's that's the rich parents level. bribing yeah. the thing. But he said it was like that all the time. I feel like because that's the extreme level of like rich level of China of Chinese people. Right, that's like the K drama. Yeah, the K drama like, family. I feel like if. I feel like if you're being bribed by like rich rich people, then you're backed up enough to not worry when you receive that money. Yeah, but I, part of me is like, I don't want to dwell on it for too long. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll leave I'll leave this point here, and then we'll get back to talking about America. Yeah. Because um, part of me is bothered by that because it's like where, where, where are you hurting the other the student mm-hmm. the most in that situation? 
because, well, obviously, if you're, if you're rich enough, that child's going to probably just inherit the family company at some point, and then they're set. They, they will never have to lift a finger mm-hmm. in their entire life. But, you know, for, for the teacher, right, to just, like, bend to the will of the dollar like that, it just, I don't know, it, it, it feels kind of like, really... But you gotta also think here that well, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'll let you finish your point, and then yeah. we're, we're gonna move on. Like, what would happen if the teacher doesn't receive it? Because we're also thinking that the parents have enough <laughs> money. Gosh. I mean, sure, sure. I'm sure they appreciate the money, but it's whatever. But let's just move on. It's it could be a situation where it's like you either receive the money or I destroy your career. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> you've come to America. <laughs> Continue. You've come to America now. Wow. Welcome to America. You've you finally arrived on, on campus. So what what was um because we met two weeks into campus. Yeah. Into into the semester. Three year relationship, y'all. Three year relationship, wow. That's nuts. That's nuts. So like when did you meet Emma? Cause was Emma like your first friend on campus or was it me? I feel like Emma took a little bit longer. I met Emma first, but it took longer to become friends friends with Emma. Right, because like you and I met and we were like friends after the first yeah. night that we hung out. But for Emma, she was in Asian American Studies class. Oh, and right. We just mm-hmm. kind of vibed after like the te- the professor showed anime. Because <laughs> Emma, yeah. as we, for those of you who know Emma, she's a big... She, she's a big She's anime. a big otaku. Also, also... Big like tributes to Professor Winona. I know the school laid you off. You don't deserve that. You're a great professor. Oh, that's a shame, really. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Like she was so open. She was actually so open about Asian Asian American culture in general. Like, like you can talk to her about Korean and Japan. Like that's amazing. That's crazy. But anyway, so. So so then I was like your first friend on campus then. Yeah, you were my first American. Friend. American friend. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about that, because I know that we've talked about it slightly before, but, like, what the fuck was going through your head <laughs> when you first met me? Like, was it, like, are all American guys like this, or...? I don't know, I mean, I could, I'm saying this right now, but First Year Moon was affected, a lot of her decisions was affected by that first year adrenaline just rushing through your brain. Like, I want to meet as many people as possible Yeah, I want to befriend as many people as possible, because I'm already here. I might as well make use of that money. Right. So, I don't know. It was just easy to talk to you. Like, you were the one who made the effort to, like... No, I, that's true, because yeah. you, you played my... You were, you were hanging out with that other guy, and you played my game. Yeah. And so, like, I was just sitting there in the background, like, taking notes the whole like, time. Right, like okay, let's see. Scheming behind. Yeah, like like dude, where, what behind. did she what did they break this time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and so You just have that I feel like like you also just have that kind of brightness to you. Like I always describe you as the sunshine, the sunflower. Dull. So it's the so it's got kind of like that comforting brightness, like he seems like a good guy. Yeah. 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 But like I came up to you because you you played my game and I was like, Hey, thanks for playing my game. Yeah. And then, you know, like what's your name? And like I remember you you said moon and I like I had never met someone named Moon before. So I was like I was like, okay, so so like like I looked at the outfit and everything, I'm like, okay, so I know she's an international student and I'm like I'm like, God, I hope it's not a Chinese name because I don't know how to fucking pronounce those. It's not a Chinese name and you still don't know how to fucking no, pronounce it. No, I I like like it took me like three tries before I realized you were saying moon. Like oh and then, 
oh, like the moon. And yeah. you're like, yeah. 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 Is it not obvious? Well, I mean, it's obvious now because I've known you for like three years or whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like that was really cool because you were like my first friend on campus too. So like that was, call it, call it what you will, faint or whatever. But it was like, it was, it was like a, it was a really good catch for lack of a better term. On that day, Moon got her guardian angel. Aww. AJ met the demon of his life. <laughs> the, the, my worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> Two wacky roommates, polar opposites. What oh, the no, hell will happen next? <laughs> So that's Tune in on TBS for the <laughs> <laughs> the sitcom everyone's talking about. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Cause like you were like my first like 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 uh, like classic college international friend, right? And then I became your classic college friend. Right. Yeah. And now you're my sister. Yeah. <laughs> um. Because that was, that was really interesting because you were also, like, the first person I met who was from Vietnam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, was, I, thought, that, I thought that was funny because I remember when we first met, like, the one topic I brought up was the war, right? And I think, I think for a while the war was kind of, like, a subject that we talked about for a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was like, mm, I want to see what y'all folks think about what you did. Yeah. What your, what your soldiers what your, did. What your soldiers did or whatever. Yeah. And, um... The, the Vietnam War is such an interesting thing because when we talk about it, we like it's literally both sides giving yeah. their story. Yeah. Because your side won, mm-hmm. and our side just kind of bailed out, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of like 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 our whole thing was like we were there to prevent communism from spreading, mm-hmm. and then what happened was our soldiers were kind of not so fucking cool because they were yeah. a bunch of high schoolers mm-hmm. running around mm-hmm. in soldier things, and they were like, okay, yeah, maybe actually we should just pull them out, yeah. and then. You know, which, communism spreaded. Which honestly, props to AJ Folko and Mr. Frank Folko for admitting that America lost. Not many people can say that. Props to y'all. I love you. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't really our war to begin with. Yeah, you just butted in out of nowhere. Because well, we butted in because Russia was butting in, and we we didn't like Russia, and that was in the middle of the Cold War. Here, let me let me just let me just say this. Oh boy, here we go. We're going to talk about the Vietnam War. No, I'll just say this one sentence. It's not like we. It's not like we followed c- communism because we wanted to. We followed it because it was literally the only path we could choose. Because we sent in a proposal to French asking, "Hey, if you're gonna make us your like colonization, at least give us the right to be humans. Give us the right give, to give study. Us, give us the the rights yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Give us all the rights." And they were like, "No." We sent a proposal to America No, saying, you stupid Asian. Yes. We sent a proposal to America asking, hey, your friend is not really being cool hey, here. Hey, uh, France is, like, kind of being yeah. cool now. Yeah. Can you, like, like, do something about that? Can you, like, help us or something? And they were like, no. Well, because we didn't really want to get involved because, um... Yeah. You didn't want to get involved then. Well, but, well then, but then Russia shows up. Because and we're like, well, you, we can't let Russia do this. Because y'all denied us of a perfect path of saving, of uniting the country. So we were like, you know what? Let's just check out Russia and China. And like, this sounds let's, like a good let's path Let's see what's going on. Okay. Yeah, this sounds like a good path for us. You know what? Yeah, let's do this. And then America suddenly wants to get involved. And we're like, oh, because shit. Because it was communism, and, you know. Or freedom-loving fighters over here. Well, whatever. I mean, I I wasn't involved in the war, so I don't fucking yeah. care. Anyhow, We're, now we now, now now we can sit here next to each other and laugh at it. Yeah, but we got sidetracked. Now let's continue. Yeah. Um, 
Well, man, I, that was the first time I talked to you about the war in a long-ass time. No, we talked about it in the car, no? Did we talk about it in the car? I don't remember. Yeah. It's not important. But, um... Yeah, because, cause, golly, there's so much to unpack with that. Because mm-hmm. cause I, I remember thinking, like, when I first met you, like, um, you have a lot of fucking energy. And you, like, like you were probably, like, the least shy international student I had met at that point. First year energy. and also First year energy. First, first year energy. And you also, you also have to keep in mind how that I have a very, like... What is it? Something, something mind like get get use of everything kind of mindset. Oh, uh, you're a you're a go getter. Yeah, like you came this far. Yeah, you spent your parents. Money. Yeah, go. I think go getter is the right word yeah. for it. Make use of it. Like, yeah, make proper use of it. Yeah. So I had I had that I had the mindset for that. I still have the mindset for now, that now. I just don't have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> Which my I'm a, first. Year, I'm a third. I'm a third year in college. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Which my first year had. So you know. Go figure. Yeah. So, what were classes like then after you had kind of like act during your first year? Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Easy peasy lemon. Like you really, you really haven't had like a tragic war story or whatever since coming to America, other than other than the pandemic a bit. Other than my first B in a class. Oh moon, please don't be such a baby. <laughs> it's not because I didn't understand the class. It's literally just because I submitted the wrong files for a project. So wait, is this? You, we talked about grades a little bit, but it's like this is like your straight A thing. Is that just like a score that uh, a thing that you have, or is that something that like you feel like has been instilled in you? I feel like it's been instilled in me, honestly, because it's like, like I get it. Like grades are important. Right. It's been it's been seen highly for so long. It's even though society in general tells you that your grades are not all that what's matter, it's a easy way to judge people. Mm-hmm. It shows that you've at least put in consideration into working on yourself and your schoolwork right. and what you need to be doing. Right. So, and also that kind of just kind of Asian mindset of being perfectionist. Like if. But why do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe just uh. Like why? Why do you think is? Does it have to do with? I know. I know. Whenever there's an Asian movie written by an American screenwriter, the word honor always comes up. Honor. Right? Where, but, like, in, in Ghost of Tsushima, right, mm-hmm. the, they use honor, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you will fight with honor. But, like, honor. When, when you listen to the translation, they don't say that. They say bushido, mm-hmm. which is, like, the samurai code. Yeah. Right? But there's still, like, that dishonor your, your cow, Dishonor-ly. your family, the whole thing, right? Yeah. Like, what, what, where does that come from? I think that comes from the... Because um, culture difference and how Asian how Asians are scared of being perceived by an outsider's view. Because I know that in a a difference in culture is that an Asian is very like community toward like oriented, community focused, yeah. community focused oriented. America is very like individual oriented. It's it's pretty much like you do your thing. It's an individual. I don't indivi- care. Individual individualistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like you do your thing. I don't care. I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. But for Asian, it's like, you do your thing, but you come from this house. So people are going to look at your actions and judge the house that you were brought up from. Do you think, because, you know, like Japanese is a very collectivist society as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it is it like that for the other Asian nations as well? I feel like... East Asian specifically. I feel like, yeah, for East Asians, like, uh, I can't really say for 
Korea since Korea is Sumimasen. I can't say this. I can't say that I know exactly for Japan and Korea since Japan and Korea, Japan is very different on its oh, own. Oh sure, yeah. And Korea has been very like influenced by America. Right, because because yeah. we there was like the South Korea North yeah, Korea war, yeah. yeah. So I can't say that it's the same for both of them. I feel like it might be the same for Korea, but for Japan, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But for China and Vietnam in general, like just the community image and being. Seen with your family and stuff, it's like it runs deep, right? Like my dad is ve- like, it's not always afraid, but my dad always like says things in like he does this, and now how are how is everyone gonna look at us like stuff like that? That's interesting. Do you think that that? Do you think that that um that kind of mindset? I'm not saying it is. Mm-hmm. But do you think that that could have like some? It has like some kind of negative, since since coming to America and being in this more individualistic kind of mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. do you feel like you've been deprived of some elements of your personality or, like your, your, uh, your 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 philosophy that you acquired growing up? I don't see of it as that way, since I feel like there's like. There's good and bad with both. Sure, things. of course. Yeah, so I feel like definitely with the younger generation of Vietnam, like at least starting from me, I know we start to value our individuality a lot more. We start to know that there are certain things that are just too much in a community lifestyle. We still appreciate it. I would still prefer a community lifestyle because it's it's this way of living that we're always thinking about others. Right. And what we what kind of impact we can it teaches bring like compassion. Or yeah. Something. And yeah. it brings you like we're always just thinking back towards our families, towards like other people. It's not really a me first kind of way. Right. But also just being exposed to America culture in general and like my sometimes my dad says this things even though it kind of contradicts his lifestyle right. but my dad has this thing of if you don't take care of yourself then you don't really have the right to take care of others you've told me before yeah so it's like I can't think about my community if I am not in my best state sure so it's kind of like a good mix of both yeah like like a happy balance because yeah. I've noticed like especially with me mm-hmm. right since since like learning Japanese and everything um, I've, it, it's taught me how to, um, collaborate mm-hmm. on projects a lot yeah. better because before I would be like, no, this is my idea. This is what we're yeah. doing. But I, since, since like doing something for the betterment of the group, I've been able to take like a step back and think like, oh yeah, like what if I got some more input from that? What if I mm-hmm. kept the project slightly open yeah. so this way people could put their spice onto yeah. it or something? So I think that I think I think that there's like the, that's cool things to like learn from both mm-hmm. both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, because of course it's like if it's extreme to the point where it's literally my dad like used he used to be now he just doesn't care <laughs> but he used to be that kind of person where like if my sister wears like a skirt that's like above her knees. Or if I wear shorts or, like, kind of, like, this style of, like, showing my yeah. uh, shoulders. He would be, like, do not wear that outside of the rule. Like, what would they think if they look at you? And I'm, like, I don't it's care. Actually, it's actually funny. There's a rule mm-hmm. in high schools out here for the dress code. Yeah, I know. That you can't expose your shoulders. Why? I don't know. I don't understand. It makes no know. sense. But, oh, well. So I don't know. Now he just doesn't care. But, like, definitely, like extreme things like that where you're like don't do that because you'll affect the community i'm like this is me myself and i don't strip that away from me so Mm. Mm. yeah 
America, I feel like it's because I've lived in a community and then coming to America, I'm allowed to have my privacy. So I feel like I can have like a good blend of both of them. Because yeah, privacy is non-existent. What does your mother do? What does your father do? do? What do you do? <laughs> privacy is non-existent back so, in my place. So then what about reverse culture shock? Because I know that that's a thing. Like what? Because you, you were stuck here mm-hmm. for a little bit with the pandemic. And then by the grace of God, you got to go home. So what was it like going home after being in America for so long? Um, definitely you notice, you notice the things you never noticed before, which is a lack of privacy. (laughs) (laughs) Primarily that. Primarily a lack of privacy. So, uh, which um, I don't mind that anymore since I've just grown used to it. Just between my family in general, whenever my relatives ask me, like, how did you do, like, schoolwork? Are you planning anything? You have a boyfriend and stuff like that. Where's your boyfriend? (laughs) Your boyfriend and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's a family thing. Like, I'm cool. I'm chill with it. Sure. But literally... (laughs) Privacy, you know privacy doesn't exist when you walk outside of the road and you're passing it and a lady just grabs your arm from behind and just whispers into your ear, hey, can you help me cross the road? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't really think I can say no anymore. You grabbed my arm. Well, I mean, we're already here, so. <laughs> we're already here. We might as well just finish what we started, so. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think I'd seen at one point, it's like kind of an, at one point, it's kind of a nice thing because you can. We're literally so hospi- hospitable. Hos- hospital. Hospi- yeah. Hospitable. Hospitable. Or yeah. hospital. Oh, that word is so confusing. We're literally so hospital with each other to the point that literally just random strangers can, like, hey, you want to have come in and have a drink? Of sorts like that, like that it, sounds pretty cool though. Yeah, like I that would be like I'm I'm really excited to go to Vietnam. Yeah, because like I'm really want to like I want to see what like a night on the town is like. Yeah, it's to the point where it's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah hey we're doing this you want to join or something like that it's it's so easy sure you just come sure but then also it comes with like the no privacy and all that stuff so that's right because of because of the cost yeah I remember when um it's it's so much fun like even especially when there are big events like um. Soccer is a big thing. Oh, sure. So whenever the national team plays, it's like the whole country stops to watch The whole watch country them. shuts down to the watch The whole it. country shuts down. I remember uh, biking back from school, and then the restaurants outside would just put on the big screens for soccer. Oh, that's and so stuff. cool, yeah. dude. And then dudes on motorcycle, they were just riding on the road, and they just stopped by, like, they just stopped by for a moment, right. for a momentarily, like, second in one of those restaurants, and they're like, What's the score looking like? And they're like, 4-0. We're doing good. I'm like, yay. It's so much fun. This is so That's random. so cool. So, so would you say, um, like, like multi-generational households, mm-hmm. is that a thing in Vietnam? It's a thing, but it's becoming less and less of a thing mm-hmm. nowadays for the younger generation just because <laughs> for multi-generation households, it's there's this there's this spew that's traditional spew that usually spew? yeah that usually goes on between the the the, the bride let's call it the bride the uh-huh. and the the groom no 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 the groom's mother oh because groom is her groom is the little chill child of the mother he's he's her little like prince like no oh my gosh mother. wait what yeah so usually there's this kind of spew that's going on between like 
them that like you're not taking care of my child good enough oh you don't my... know how to run a family oh my gosh and all that what? stuff it's been the it's been the like most traditional spew of all the spews and it's been highlighted on television and movies so often to the point where it's like it's just cliche it's just cliche and bad which i mean i get it it's like we don't have that advance of like a system about gender and all that stuff like uh, misogyny is such a big thing there right um, it's always the man, man, man. It's like, oh. it me, me, me. It's always me, me, me. But nowadays, it's been much more common for like couples to, because usually it's if the bride gets married, she'll stay with the, she'll move over to the groom's place to stay. Sure. Oftentimes, it's with the parents of the groom, like until they like, until they like find a house or something. So, sometimes they just stay there. They don't want to move out. Wow. Which honestly, my dad, if I lived with my yeah. dad for the entirety of his life, he would. F- fucking kill me yeah because like my i my dad literally told me like like i don't want to fucking support this guy's ass when he's 40 and i'm like thanks dad i appreciate that's, that that's what you think right like you don't want to support your kids but what we think is that the bride is going over to the grooms and both of them are taking care of the older parents oh that's right yeah because yeah, you're supposed to take care of the, yeah. the parents when yeah. they get old because they raised you for their whole life now it's time to return the favor which which that view that view is not taken by the younger generation very, too much anymore because it's very unfair for the bride. She has to leave her own family to sure. take care of another family. Sure. Like w- what my mother always says, uh, once you get married, you're basically you're basically a kid to another family. Like we don't have you anymore. We no longer have you. Oh, which is very sad. That's so sad. Which is very sad. And I'm like, Mom, that's never going to fucking happen. (laughs) I don't want to get married, Mom. I'm not going to get married anymore. I'll have children. Cats. (laughs) But but I'm not. Those don't count. (laughs) So, yeah. So that's why a lot of younger couples have just opted for, like, financially stable, move out, have a house of your own in, like, apartment complexes and stuff like that. Do you think that has to deal with the declining birth rate? I don't know if we have to. I don't know. I don't know if you have. I don't know, think we have. To I know. I know Korea and Japan. Yeah, wait. Japan is Japan is just check. because people are working too much in Korea. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Let's check. I don't think we. Because I feel like I feel like the birth rate is like an issue outside of like China. Maybe. It's oh, like we've a, been going down these days, but it's still like about two, an average of two kids per woman. So that's not bad. Okay. We're not going negative, but like it's it's it's, it's well enough. Sure. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's the whole that's the whole spew going on. Always that wrong. <laughs> so, now that you are what you're a junior now. No, I'm still a sophomore. Oh, that's right, you're a sophomore because you took that gap year. Gap semester. Some excuse me, gap semester. I I didn't mean to be rude. I'm sorry. You're so rude. Ah, oh, forgive me. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna leave this interview off with this because it's almost one in the morning. Yeah. And you need to go home. Yeah, I need to shower. Yes, yes. Um, so, after this year, mm-hmm. you've got one more year left. Two. Or, excuse me, two more years left at Miami. Mm-hmm. So, what What are your goals? What do you want, what do you want to, because I'm not going to be here. Yeah! So, like, I mean, I'll come and visit you if you want me to. Yes, please. Um, but what do you want what do you want out of school now? Because you've, you've, you've found your place in the foreign land, right? You've made lifelong friends and, but, and some awesome relationships. What's something new 
that you want to learn about or that you haven't tried yet or something? Being rich. Being rich. That's a good goal, I guess. Honestly, I want to... uh, I'm thinking deeper into the future. Like, you know I want to be working in New York and stuff like that. Or Seattle. Or Seattle or Washington, San Francisco. You know, it doesn't really matter. If it's a big city, because I'm a city girl, then it's pretty, pretty much the same. But I want to be able to make, like, solid connections to, like, just secure my future. Like, I know I want to have, like, a job after this. I don't want to just finish America and just have to go back home to work, because that's no bueno. Like, that's <laughs> that's not good investment from my parents' side of right. like, pouring a bunch of money into me right. and stuff. So I, I feel like at short term and long term, I short term, I want to be able to get an internship. Long term, I want to come out of that internship in Miami having solid enough connections to secure at least like one year after college because even though my family has set like financial plans for me to be able to finish college without debt which very thankful scholarship and my parents money can cover all of that but we haven't set anything after that because there's there's definitely still going to be the time that i need to be in america for uh, job hunting and working and and the renting from when I stay there. I don't mm. think I can cover for that money. And I don't think you my have parents, to, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta work, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think my parents have the money to cover for me. So I have to be able to, like... You have to be able to find cash. You want your money to start working for you, yeah. Yeah. Internship, please pay me! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you won't lose your RA position, though, right? I won't, but most of my RA position, most of the money from my RA position is also going to go directly to paying tuition, not tuition fees, like the fees that my scholarships don't cover. Because uh. my scholarship only covers tuition fees. I still have to pay for room and boarding and like additional fees if there's any. Mm. So most of my RA money is going like straight into that. And also for next semester when I'm going to San Francisco for the program... I'm not going to be working RA, so I'm... And I'm... You're not going to be getting paid. Yeah, and I don't know if whether or not I'm getting paid while doing the internship. So that's great. So you want to you wanna start making money. Yeah. I want to start investing. I want to start having money so I can invest. You should talk to Frankie about that. I do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Moon, thank you for having this discussion with me. Always lovely. It's it's always nice to talk with you, bud. It's always nice to talk about myself with you, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clearly we even know which one of us is the narcissist. Oh, it's I I mean I, I don't have my care. Honest. I don't care. We're gonna turn off the podcast. Now. I have my audit off, okay? Sometimes uh-huh. I'm like, no one's better than me. Other times I'm Thank you.